Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Last week I told you we were going to go on a journey together, a journey talking about racism and race itself and some of the uh, systemic issues that have existed in our nation for a long time. Uh, today, what I want to be able to share with you is just numbers, statistics, and data that are the reasons why we see so much anger today. I've been reading a lot of uh, books and watching documentaries, not just over the last week, but over the last uh, couple of years, I've been really trying to be able to you know, grasp the understanding of race and racism in our nation. Now, why did it take me so long? I don't know. I mean, it's something that I look at in myself and say I'm, I'm privileged as a white person to be able to be able to study this almost academically and not have it affect me. And that's the reason why it's time for us to speak out about it. Because the knowledge that you gain is not the knowledge that you should be keeping to yourself. So, so a lot of these are, are come from books and documentaries that I've uh, that I've been watching. And one of the the great books that gave me a huge amount of perspective is called "The New Jim Crow: Mass Incarceration in the Age of Color Blindness" by Michelle Alexander. It is um, a book that allows you to see some of these statistics and what's happened over the course of history. So some of those ones that I want to share with you today, like first, when you look at statistically, you know, so one in every 17 white men can expect to go to prison. Compare that to black men. So one in every three black men will go to prison. Black men make up 6.5% of the population, and they make up 40% of the prison population. Americans make up 5% of the world's population, and 25% of the prison population. We almost, as it looks like here, have a vested interest in keeping people in prison. Let's switch our attention now over to racial discrimination. During the 2015-2016 school year, black students represented only 15% of the total U.S. student enrollment, but they made up 35% of students suspended once, 44% of students suspended more than once, and 36% of students expelled. The U.S. Department of Education concluded that this disparity is not explained by more frequent or more serious behavior by students of color. In New York City, 88% of police stops in 2018 involved black and Latina people, while 10% involved white people. Of those stops, 70% were completely innocent. In the U.S. survey, 15.8% of students reported experiencing race-based bullying or harassment. Research has found significant associations between racial bullying and negative mental and physical health in students. From 2013 to 2017, white patients in the U.S. received better quality health care than about 34% of Hispanic patients, 
40% of black patients and 40% of Native American patients. Black women are three to four times more likely to experience a pregnancy-related death than white women, even at similar levels of income and education. Black Americans and white Americans use drugs at similar rates, but black Americans are six times more likely to be arrested for it. On average, black men in the U.S. receive sentences that are 19.1% longer than those of white men convicted for the same exact crime. In the U.S., black individuals are twice as likely to be employed than white individuals. Once employed, black individuals earn nearly 25% less than their white counterparts. One U.S. study found that job resumes with traditionally white-sounding names receive 50% more callbacks than those with traditionally black names. In the U.S., black workers are less likely than white workers to be employed in a job that is consistent with their level of education. In the city of Chicago, we are known for our high murder rate, but also the number of murders that go unsolved. In recent years, police have been solving about four out of every ten murders in the city, but there's new data that shows the rate is even worse when the victim is African American. So the city had about 849 murders between the beginning of 2018 and this past July. When the victim was white, 40% of the cases were solved during those same 19 months. For Hispanic, the rate was about 33%. And then when the victim was African American, it was less than 22 And here are a couple of statistics with the latest coronavirus that in Wisconsin, black people represent 6% of the population and nearly 40% of COVID-19 fatalities. In Louisiana, black people make up 32% of the state's population, but almost 60% of fatalities. In Kansas, 6% of the population is black, and yet black people account for more than 30% of the COVID-19 deaths. And I know some of you will probably point to a direction of saying, well, statistics can say whatever statistics want them to say. And yes, there is some verification on that. But here's the, the thing. When you're looking at the numbers, especially the one where you're seeing one out of three black males will be put in prison, imagine being raised and growing in America when you've got a high rate of being able to just be put into prison, does it give you much hope for what you can do? Or does it just say, well, I'm going to end up there anyways, so let's figure out how I can live. These numbers are not just numbers, they're people. People who are living in America and saying, I don't have the same chances, possibilities as other people that are living in the same nation, in the same cities. We think about people. We don't just think about the numbers. We'll be back again tomorrow with some more information, ways in which we can learn things that we can do in this fight against injustice. Take care, everybody.